Hello everyone and welcome to the My TC Show. Thank you and welcome to all the new members and subscribers of this channel who joined us from Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, I guess, and other places who are now uh, supporting this new independent media outlet. So for those of you who are not familiar, it, well, the daily shows that you are seeing this page is that uh, we talk about the sort of things that you can't really talk about on YouTube or Ofcom actually, for that matter, because you get cancelled. The news update page, which will be updated after this uploaded, so after 6 p.m. throughout the evening tonight, is me analyzing the stories that you might have heard in the mainstream media or social media. I try to fix the spin because they don't really tell the truth. So today, this is going to be, I've got a couple of updates at the end of the show. And also at the end of each show, we have the members Q&A. So the full members can also submit their questions. We'll go to that in a sec. But first, let's talk about these guys. The Lancet. Now, you might have heard Lancet on this channel. This is a medical journal. The cooperation of senior scientists who get together uh, to try to, of course, you know, advance their industry. Now, these guys, a year ago, came out, a big chunk of them said that, well, there's absolutely no evidence that COVID came from China in terms of a lab leak or any sort of Wuhan conspiracy theory. They literally said, if you believe that uh, this thing was a leak accident or leak or on purpose, then you are a conspiracy theorist. This was way before. This is back in 2020 when it was still fresh and you can still investigate they said, don't even try to investigate. We've done, we've had a chat with Wuhan. The problem here is that the guy in charge and some of the people at the top of this have direct links to Wuhan and the CCP. And that was already exposed. We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on this channel. Uh, and actually, thanks to the mail, they also did a lot of good, uh, good investigation into this uh, weird story of uh, British scientists having links to CCP and doing the cover-up on behalf of China for Wuhan. So that was a bit disgusting because of Daily Mail, because of us, because of you guys who shared these sort of things on social media over the last few weeks, they had to make a bit of a U-turn and their U-turn is a welcome. So as we said earlier uh, this year, uh, Peter uh, Daszak, who's a British scientist with long-standing links to Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, it, you know, did this kind of weird uh, cooperative plot in February 2020 to attack the so-called conspiracy theories. <laughs> Saying that anyone who's gonna criticize Wuhan is a conspiracy theorist. Now this was this letter was signed by 27 of the leading public health experts. You know, this is the problem we have. Even if you guys say that not every single person in that industry or working even in China are the bad guys. Yes, I agree. But when you have a couple of them who are doing dodgy things, and then they manipulate the others, you are giving a bad name to your industry, to science, and to the world, um, the, the global platform that we have. Uh, because we, we got the UN and you know, WHO and all these guys try, apparently, to create a, an international community for health. In reality, when it's run by idiots and by Bond villains or rubbish Bond villains, then everybody else will be skeptical when they look at a scientist. It's like right now in SAGE. You have a number of people in SAGE, in the UK, part of government, who've had, well, again, dodgy views in terms of how, well, some of them actually, when it comes to uh, population control, it's been a bit weird, some of the comments they made. But some of the mistakes, some of the errors in terms of the modeling of lockdown, then if you see a SAGE member on the street, 
you would just put them in the same category. Subconsciously, you say, well, you're clearly a bad guy like the others. So that's the issue that we have. And that's why we need people to come out. Just like a couple of uh, doctors from Wuhan a year ago, two years ago, who came out as whistleblowers. Some of them disappeared, unfortunately, but some of them survived. If you are in an industry like this that work with weirdos, then definitely speak out. I know sometimes it could be difficult, but I've been there and I've done that. I can't really talk about it now. <laughs> but uh, the point of this is that when we know that WHO, for example, sent their officers, you know, so-called officers, to Wuhan, to this specific lab, there are a couple of labs in this area, actually, uh, to do the investigation. And of course, what the CCP did, they went in there, they cleaned the whole place, and it was absolutely lovely, no issues. And WHO said, well, no, COVID did not come from here. Everything absolutely perfect. So it's the same group of people who said, it was not from a bat market. It was not from a lab in Wuhan. So where was it from? Primark and Blackpool? I don't know. Just you guys have to pick something. And it's definitely not Primark and Blackpool. I've been there. <laughs> there are no bats there. <laughs> or scientists, I'm sure. So these guys have now made a U-turn. They've come out, Lancet. Say they've got a new group of scientists saying that, okay, we've changed our minds. We now believe that we need to be open-minded. This is good, an appeal for an objective, open and transparent scientific debate about the origin of SARS-CoV-2. So, well, that's brilliant. Well done, guys. It's all because of pressure. The pressure that you guys, we did, male and these guys, everybody, together. So when we say that the silent majority, when we talk about the little guys, sometimes we do have the power to make change. This is a perfect chance to actually do something like this. I know this is a tiny, tiny victory, but it does matter. We haven't completely gone after the big guys yet, but every single one of you, all of us, do have some sort of power. So don't give up and don't be that frustrated because everything that we now talk about, some people who are watching this right now are sick and tired of COVID and say, let's just stop talking about it. This is the last bit of the conversation now we are going to be having over the next few months when it comes to the origins of COVID. It's not really about the debates about lockdown, that sort of stuff, because you know, we keep talking about it every single day on TV, on radio, everywhere. This is going to create the next conversation. So get ready for the next two years at least. This is going to be the beginning of the debate when it comes to the new Cold War with China and the way things are going. And uh, again, as I said, after this, definitely check out the news update page because one of the uh, stories is about the European Union going to China, begging them again to make an alliance against the UK and the US and also Australia. So definitely check that out because this, knowing the origins of COVID is important for the future of humanity, of the future of Western civilization. And this is why when I hear that this guy, Gordon Brown, former prime minister, Gordon Brown, the guy who was given the top job of, you know, I would say at least the second most powerful country is before China. So after America, the soft power, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Gordon Brown was in charge of the highest office in this country. He's now been appointed an ambassador at the World Health Organization. Well done, Gordon. Not that you've done enough for this weird, backwards, left-wing globalist agenda that you guys and your side have done. You know, you probably weren't too happy about the fact that there were not enough gold that you could sell. So it's all about the gold. You messed up the um, the banking system. 
These are the people, people like Gordon Brown are the ones who created the structural deficit system that up to a point where the recession was already starting before the financial crash. So some of the Labour members you debate against and say, don't attack the Labour Party or Labour government or Gordon Brown for the 2008 banking crash because, oh, that was a global financial crash. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about what was happening before the crash. The fact that this country took ages to even semi-recover was because of the, the structure that people like Gordon Brown created. So now this guy has been appointed ambassador. Oh no, wait for this. Not just ambassador. His, his portfolio at the World Health Organization is finance. He's going to be in charge of money. <laughs> so Gordon Brown, the guy who destroyed one country and Her Majesty's Treasury, is going to be destroying the World Health Organization's budget. Well done. This is it. I think he's our new James Bond with Daniel Craig leaving as James Bond. Gordon Brown is the new Bond. We, this is our spy. He's a double agent. We're sending him there to sort out the finances. He's going to be the, the campaigner for good money, sound money, so that we could get all the countries to be financially viable, but also healthy. So yeah, don't go to McDonald's to eat burgers. Get a cheap burger, cheaper than McDonald's. Primark at Blackpool. <laughs> I don't know why I'm obsession with Blackpool right now. But uh, this is the problem. This guy is going to help us in a weird way. But on the other hand, because WHO and the UN and all these guys are funded by us primarily, and you know, government's money, which is taxpayers' money, this is going to hurt us a little bit, short term. But this is all self-destructive. So people like Gordon Brown, the people, part of these Lancet group, the idiots, the globalists, who don't really care about countries, they don't really care about ordinary people, citizens. There's no understanding of sovereignty or democracy or actually understanding how economics works. These people are ideological. They have their values, right or wrong. It's like the whole thing that we did uh, the other week, debating about the values of the Taliban. If they leave us alone, why would we decide, oh, should we go involved, should we not intervene? Some people have different views. So we could say, even bomb villains, they have their values or reasoning, <laughs> if be objective. But there is a problem. When their actions hurt us and the world and our future and way of life and the values of Judeo-Christian values that they created the Western civilization, whether you like it or not, whether you're an atheist or not, Judeo-Christian values created this Western civilization, the current system that we have, but it also created these villains. So, oops, we have to call it out. And this channel exists because of this. This channel continues because of this. And because of your support, we have to expose these sort of things. And it actually takes me back to a couple of things that I received uh, emails and feedbacks before we get to the actual Q&A, members Q&A. Um, a lot of people were asking about sharing these videos, the links. Uh, so I did mention, if you share the address bar, the URL, if you want to share with, an e uh, with a friend via email, uh, of course, they have to then do uh, login. If they don't have a login, just give them the, the promo code, we are the media. Uh, that will give them a free, a free trial access. They could, they could watch that video and they could decide if they want to join or not. So you can still share the video and they could still see a bit of it. And then if they enjoy it, they can subscribe and join us like you guys. Now, Q&A, that's more important. So there's a few things that had been mentioned initially. Remember last, last time, a few days ago, I mentioned to you guys that a couple of people emailed uh, talking about the email notifications uh, every time we do the daily show at 6 p.m. 
the notifications go out. Although some sometimes it goes to your spam folder, but you just double check. Some people are complaining, saying that, oh, we don't want to check. Um, the rest of you, after that video, because I almost decided not to do it, I was going to do a weekly notification, um, a big wave of you actually emailed saying, don't do that, just keep the daily ones. The new policy is, if you don't like the daily ones, reply to the emails, say that uh, we don't, I don't want the daily notifications. And for you, manually, we'll change it. We've got the team, we've got Tom, who's great. He's going to do it for you, so don't worry about that. So, Jenny, question from the full member, Jenny. What are your thoughts on Tony Blair? That's not the answer, that's not Pushing for vaccine passports again. Yes, so Mr. Blair is back. Uh, he got bored of talking about Afghanistan. So for the past three, four weeks, he kept ranting about Afghanistan and saying that how he was always right. He's now saying vaccine passports should now be used again, even though this is the same Blair who's been flip-flopping on these issues. One day, he comes out and say that just full lockdown all the time. Let's just do lockdowns, I don't care. Next day, he says, well, we've done lockdown, COVID's fine, vaccines are working, no measures. And everyone's like, oh, we like Blair now. That's why you can't trust him. Because the next day, he came out again to say, well, remember I mentioned vaccine passports? We should use them. This time, not for the sake of public health. This time, use it as a reward system. Reward and punish to take the vaccine. So, no, he's wrong. He's stupid. He's always been wrong about almost everything. So, apart from a couple of things. But, no, everything. Uh, so, yeah, ignore Blair on this issue. And, luckily, the mainstream media have generally ignored him on this. He just be, it was only mentioned about half an hour in the press, and that was it. So, good. Thank you, media. Alan says, Justin Trudeau's election is today. Yes, absolutely, Canada. Can this be the new wave of counter-politics by defeating him? Well, today's election is actually quite interesting because I think I'm going to stay up, even though it's going to take ages until tomorrow to find out what's going on exactly. Um, the latest that we hear is that it is highly likely that no party will get a proper uh, victory. Uh, so whether there's going to be some sort of mixed sort of situation or Trudeau's majority becomes tiny, that's enough. That's a good start. That's, it's about us ordinary people, little people, the silent majority. To be fair, I always feel weird to call myself silent majority because I'm not actually part of the silent majority. I'm part of the majority, but not silent. I'm a very, very loud majority. But it's about us in general to send a message, just like what we did with Trump in 2016 in America. And this is the time he could be defeated. But I'm not going to speculate because we don't, we don't really know exactly how these things go, uh, especially with the electoral machine that they're using. They're using the same voting machine <laughs> as America. I've received a lot of emails about... Uh, the way they're going to count the votes as well. So I'm not going to get into that sort of debate either because we don't really know exactly what's going to happen. So um, <laughs> we're not going to start random conspiracy theories before yeah, it's actually happened. But the, the problem is it could happen, these sort of problems. Like the, the evidence against uh, some of the states that voted Biden is quite clear. So don't just call everybody conspiracy theorists. Just double check. Some of the theories are true. Erica says, Lib Dems have banned a member of their party for saying that women are women. What happened to them being liberal? What happened to them being democratic, Erica? Um, yes, yeah, so yesterday, I believe, yeah, it was yesterday, Sunday, you had their party leader, Ed Davey, who I literally, every 10 minutes, forget that he's party leader. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a leader. <laughs> it's not even a joke, because sometimes I make a joke when I'm saying Lib Dems who... But I always forget who the leader is. I keep thinking it's Vince Cable. Uh, because Ed Davis' PR team are so bad. And 
unless you've watched the Sunday BBC shows, you don't even know who exists. He was on Andrew Marr and he was asked about this question. He flip-flopped. He could not uh, accept or confirm that women are women. Simple question, you know. Women are the adult female human. That That's it. Uh, he couldn't do it. One of the members got banned, as some of you know, a while ago for wearing a t-shirt saying that essentially women are women. And now there is this massive trans lobby debate going on within the Liberal Democrats. While the country are talking about real problems, not just try to you know discuss a very, very, well, scientific, but biological debate, which there's only one winning side on that. But in terms of the civil liberties or individual liberties, we already have the individual liberties. You are free in this country to be a cactus, to do whatever you want to do. You're not free to tell me what to do. So that's this is where the debate is. The lobby, the far left lobby, want to tell us and every single person to change your behavior. And that is the problem they have with them. Uh, but this has been creating this weird situation where the Lib Dems banning their members for saying that women are women. And then this is the same guy who at their party conference yesterday, a couple of days ago, they had this tiny fake blue wall. I'm going to mention the news uh, update page, my dear reaction to it. And then they broke it. They say, ah, oh, we are breaking the blue wall. Just like how the Tories did the, the Labour, the red wall. Really? You want one by-election? A very specific constituency. And now you're gloating that you're ready, you know, guys go home, prepare for government. Now, yes, Ed Davies is wrong. Lib Dems are wrong. Women are women. Get used to it. But, you know, it's still free. You're, you're open. This is a free society. You could, you know, walk around like a penguin. I don't care. Just don't tell me what to do about my life. So I'm not going to call you a penguin. <laughs> Brilliant. So uh, thanks again, everyone, for joining. As I mentioned to you guys, those of you who get annoyed uh, with the daily email notification, just reply quickly, send the email, and we will uh, get Tom to manually remove you from that list. Uh, if you do change your mind again, you have to just email back. We'll add you to the list again. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, apparently most people prefer to get the emails rather than have a weekly one. Uh, any feedback, anything else, definitely send us an email. And uh, yes, brilliant. I also, actually, on the other hand, we are going to be in Manchester in a week and a half. Yes. So what's the date? So we have the 20th of September now. Let me just double check here. There we go. So from the second, actually it's next week. Yes, next week. 2nd of October till the 6th of October. We will be in Manchester for the Tory party conference. So I'll be covering all the stuff from conference that week, half a week, which means one of those days we'll also be organizing a small gathering for people who are in Manchester or who are near Manchester. So just stay tuned. We'll be doing an Eventbrite page. I'll be posting it on one of these daily shows over the next few days. So you can sign up. It will be free for the members of the channel. No fee. You know, we've been discussing this because a lot of times all the support that you guys have been giving. And to be fair, I've, I've been very, very grateful. But at the same time, I do believe that with everything that we are all going through and every single one of you, especially since 2020, things are tough. You know, even if you are an ordinary middle class, you know, with a job and everything else, it doesn't really matter. Things are tough. And I'm, I'm making a lot of cuts in that sense because obviously everything that all the funding, all the support that you guys give goes straight to the channel and to actually pay the salaries of the staff that we have at the end of the day, I, I got you know, not much left really in my own pocket. So we're just going to have to keep everything simple. So you guys and your support, genuinely, genuinely, thank you so much. 
because I know even even if you know a few pounds a month is still a, you know a bit difficult sometimes. So sorry, I know you guys get sick and tired of me keep saying it, but thank you so much. Uh, later on, actually, I'm going to be talking to Daniel McElhinney. We're going to do the philosophy corner, which we were supposed to be on Saturday. He wasn't around. Then I wasn't around. So blame me as well. So you'll be seeing that episode hopefully tomorrow or Wednesday. Thank you so much again. I'm MyTC and I'll see you guys in the next video.